0: Hello there, everyone! Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're here in Aranell, Costa Rica, in Central America. We're staying here at uh, the Aranel, uh Shipping uh, uh, Aranel Container Hostel. Uh, they actually are one of our sponsors on uh, the blog. Uh, we we have an amazing uh, room here inside a shipping container. It's one of the world's only uh shipping container hostel very unique uh, so this right here one of the shipping containers and i'll show you a little glimpse of uh, how it looks like this is the other shipping container and they've actually converted the shipping containers into actual rooms so there's three rooms here and one shipping container and there's uh other three rooms here in the other shipping container and this is normally where you'd load all the stuff you'd load the stuff through here but they uh they've closed that off and instead they've put in beds inside here and uh, washrooms, air-conditioned. So it's a very unique uh, experience He's, uh, uh, while we're traveling. And um, as we're traveling, we actually love interviewing fellow world travelers, fellow entrepreneurs, fellow dads. And we have one on the show. He's actually a good buddy of mine from Vancouver, Canada. We've done a lot of different projects together. He's actually featured in my book as well, uh, called Wisdom from Daddies. He was one of the 100 dads I interviewed, all about fatherhood. Uh, we worked on projects to do with production, and, um, Social media, blogging, internet marketing, and uh, we're going to be finding out a about Michael and his business, and uh, some tips and advice about uh, podcasting and video uh, production. So, Michael, how are you doing there in beautiful White Rock, British Columbia today?
1: lucky right now it's pretty rainy here. <laughs> so, hey, but it, it's it's all better than, than uh, as I say, it's all better than that white stuff that this ball's from the sky right it's like it's snow so we're pretty lucky here in white rock that we don't get a lot of snow um and we get mostly rain so that's pretty cool so um but yeah it, it's it's to uh to be on your podcast though
0: well thanks for being on thanks for being on michael I- uh so Michael and me, who have known each other for the last five years, but for the people who are listening, watching you don't know you, Michael. Why didn't you do introduction? Why didn't you share a little bit more about yourself for all of our listeners and viewers?
1: Well, um, I am the um, the the um, the corporate d- director of, uh, um, of Depictions Media, where we build out um for different people, uh video casts, podcasts, um, as I like say, just media cast um where we have uh plan and it actually work will the uh, the whole media cast for you. Uh so, so you stay with us for the whole thing. We usually ask people to to work with this for at least one year and so that we can actually build build out um and plan everything so that it becomes like a brand to you. A, a real assist to your brand, if not your own, your own brand. If, you, if that's what you want to be, is known as a podcaster or a videocaster. So yeah, um, it's pretty exciting
0: work. Sounds awesome, Michael. And uh, we're going to get into that because it's a perfect digital nomad job. Uh, uh, you know, if you're doing podcast editing or podcast production, you can do that from around the world. And I, I, I've actually met. Uh, Quite a few digital nomads who are doing that as in terms of uh, financing their world travels uh, While still working uh, in video production uh, video editing uh, Podcast production podcast editing so uh, it's a cool topic, but before we get into that I'd love to hear about your travel journey you have a very unique story because you've actually moved from the US and you're now living in Canada and I think a lot of Americans want to move to Canada, especially after the election. Uh, but anyway, uh, how, how did you move from the U.S. to Canada? Let's hear your story.
1: Well, well, we, we we'll we'll try to do this without any uh, Bush or Trump bashings. How's that? <laughs> um, so, um, as as Ricky's alluding to, I grew up in. Um, one of the largest cities in the in the entire world, of, uh, which is uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, uh, which is uh, as a reference point maybe two hours south of of um, of New York City. So. Um, it's known as the, land, the the city of brotherly love and the land of cheesesteaks. <laughs> so in that area itself, I lived in, um, there's other smaller cities around that, and I, in that area alone, uh, between a stretch from New York to, uh, to Virginia, I lived in about maybe seven different cities. And each city has its own little quirks and everything because they all have different, as we like to say here in in canada bylaw statutes, however you want to put it so you have to adjust yourself to those a little bit so that you make sure that you shovel the snow clean up the leaves all that sort of stuff especially if you're going to be there for more than a year right um and then the big jump was moving from the east coast to the west coast and that was uh, a very much of a culture shock um, because. The uh, East Coast, uh, along the Atlantic of North America, people from the of North America, and um, and I su- successfully integrated myself into in that sort of lifestyle um, when I moved to to of course Arizona, which we're moving from a place where you get a lot of rain and snow and stuff like that to nothing with sunshine (laughs) which is pretty cool um and um great uh i i got as you know i'm a photographer so a lot of great uh photographs um uh from that area especially with the with the with the grand canyon sitting right near you it's like you can't help but get a great picture of of that area um and of of course, I moved. Uh, had, I've been divorced, so uh, in the middle of that divorce, I did find sorry wonderful to me, and uh, very uplifting. To me. I moved here to uh, to to Canada, and I had a pit stop in, and of course, in uh, Canada's snow belt, with uh, with Calgary, with the money, minus forty nine. <laughs> degree weather and and ice storms and chinooks and all kinds of crazy stuff there and to finally settle um uh i've been in white rock now i guess for the for the last five years since ricky has
0: known me right so awesome awesome thank you for breaking down there um so i think I'll. A- a lot of our listeners are curious about the whole uh, the legal element of moving from the U.S. to Canada in terms of visas, in terms of working. Um, how can they do it? <laughs> and also the other way around, because a lot of Canadians actually want to invest uh, for better climate, but also job prospects and better economy. Uh, and maybe the Americans they want to move to Canada for better healthcare, maybe better education and uh, better uh, maybe as well. Uh, so how do you do it? Either from uh, Canada, yeah. U.S. Canada, as you've done it, or Canada, U.S. So walk us through the steps necessary.
1: Well, um, um, the from the uh, from the U.S. and um, into Canada, and that entails a lot of a, a lot of negotiations um, with getting visas and things like that. Um, Whenever, whenever you move, try to try to move from one country to another, you're going to have to incur a visa, and that's a piece of paper that says says that you're able to live, that you're you're stating to the government that you're able to live successfully in their country without putting strains on local services and things, um, and. Um, usually what happens is is because it's going to be kind of tough to find a job straight out. So you might want to like find a business to sponsor you in and that gives you a job in, which really says that says the government that this company is going to take over um, your expenses so that you're not putting strains on. Um, and there's, there's all, there's always a process going back back and forth either way to get, and that's the one thing that, that you need to have is is some sort of visa that says that you're you're gonna be able to stay in their country successfully without um, incurring a large chunk of like, oh my God, this guy's gonna be in the hospital all the time and, and our government's gonna have to spend a lot of money to keep this guy here in the country. So, and, and with that sort of thing, that your visa would be denied. <clears throat> so, um, so, and, and that was also applied to immigration Canada. And if you're a Canadian going the other way, you're going to again apply through the uh, the federal government of Canada, it into uh, approved by the State Department of US. So, um, and it's going to be a lot of the same the same ideas that you just have to prove that you are will not
0: be a strain on the government. So does that kind of answer your question? It does, it does. Uh, so the other question I had is about the actual passport. So uh, do you retain your U.S. passport and then uh, better get a Canadian residency, or are you able to get both a Canadian and a U.S. passport? Walk us through the actual passports and uh, in terms of the residencies, do you apply for a permanent residency first or a temporary residency, permanent residency, and then can you become a full Canadian citizen? How does that work? Well, um,
1: With the the visa, of course, um, you you have to have a valid passport um, and you have to apply to whatever uh, to to the federal government of either country to get that passport. What the neat thing about um, about between the U.S. and Canada, you can actually carry both passports with you. So as you travel the world, like Ricky's doing, you can you can travel either as a US, Canadian citizen. You can have the, have them both, and there's an agreement between both countries on that. But if you were born in Canada, and I would preface this: if you're born in Canada, when you cross into Canada, you have to declare your Canadian citizenship. And as a U.S. citizen, the U.S. I have to declare my U.S. citizenship. I can't cross on my Canadian passport. Um, so th- so, th- so th- there's a couple of rules, you know, rules and tidbits of A. But a pretty permanent, uh, a permanent residency. Um, and here in Canada, it's really difficult to get uh, citizenship uh, going the other way um it's uh, it's a little bit easier in the u.s for a canadian to get it to get u.s citizenship because they don't really have the the permanent residency status they it's either you're on a visa or you you're uh you're going through the citizenship process so so yeah so right now i'm i'm, I'm a permanent resident here in uh here in canada
0: so yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, thanks for aligning that. I wasn't actually aware. Yeah, I wasn't aware, Michael. You actually have both because those are two of the most powerful passports in the world. Having a Canadian and a U.S. passport because <laughs> uh, if you have one of those two passports, you can pretty much go to uh, most places in the world visa free. Of course, there are a lot of places still require visas for you know Canadians or Americans, and uh, if you have both passports, you kind of kind of can choose. Okay. This country doesn't like Americans. They charge us, so let's use the Canadian one, and then sometimes use the American one. So that's a thing in terms of someone who wants to travel yeah. a lot, uh, kind of leverage their passports or yeah. leverage the citizenships.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're two of the most powerful governments in right. So um yeah. So it's good to, good to be able to say, hey, I I I'm I'm a citizen of of either of either one. So yeah, it's really good um and um and it opens up a lot of opportunities to you also as as you know traveling around the world as as a canadian citizen right (laughs) a lot of opportunities opening up
0: yeah so i'd like to shift gears in terms of the work and the business side of things. Um, so I'd uh, love to hear about your uh, work uh, because you've changed models uh, in terms of uh, the different uh, businesses you've run. Um, tell us about your current uh, business and what are your different products and services from uh, your clients currently, Michael? Um, well, um, uh,
1: Depictions Media, we are actually the um, the wellness industry's media partner. Um, is a, I like to build our... Built patient's media, um, and that means that a lot of the podcast products and the uh, video cast products that we're building are actually geared towards uh, helping people with their mindset, um, finding holistic um, uh, ways of living. And when when we say holistic, we want to make sure that people are living. Bind body and spirit. That, that that because as as a as a being, we are three things. You can't separate one from the other. That you are all three of those things. So you have all of those parts. Um, and that's a lot is 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 about. And um, of course, we do have financial shows. We do have um, some local news stuff that, that we actually that we actually put out there for people but um but as far as the business model we are doing nothing but media we we don't do a lot of the corporate or event uh videos that uh that we used to do so yeah
0: so uh, i'm curious to know about podcasting and video casting uh you've been on uh, you've been radio and doing podcasting before podcasting has become as big as it has. And nowadays obviously through the through the click of a button on a phone we can podcast and uh, in cars we can listen to podcast but uh, uh tell us about uh, why do you think that uh, podcasting and videocasting are such important marketing channels for entrepreneurs, business owners, entrepreneurs and companies nowadays? Why is it so important to be on those?
1: Well, uh, um as we know, with 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 uh, before before we had um, the big things with the internet that, uh, that a lot of corporations were uh, the big larger corporations were using and uh, well maybe not so much radio as uh, radio has always kind of uh, had a history of appealing to small businesses and local and and local things, um, but uh, television when you consider consider like the marketing that gets done on like say the super bowl or something like that where these big corporations there they just inundate you with with product and all the time um so television has has always provided that vigil with um for for different different corporations to present their brand Uh, and we could go through like some of the branding tests with that but um but the, the thing that, that w- if you look at how those big companies actually do it uh, and, and you scale it down, business, they've been very valuable. Your, your audience and your customers several times a day and in several different ways. And that's important for you because as one of our hashtags here at Depictions Media is love and trust. You want your customers and your audience to love and trust you. So if you're not reaching out and touching them and saying, hey, this is, this, this is how we feel about you and this is how we want want to help you live a better life. If you're not actually reaching out to them, they're not going to love and and, they're, and, and they won't trust you. So you won't be able to present products and services to them. And your business will shrink and probably die out. So that kind of answer it for you.
0: Yes, yeah, so and apologies about the uh, poor internet connection. Uh, you know, life is just no matter. You're never gonna have a perfect Wi-Fi, so there might be a little bit of lag. You know, yeah, yeah, out. yeah.
1: There, there is. A, it's it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm watching you. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And then it's like, oh yeah, here he's he's back again.
0: <laughs> so it's kind of yeah, interesting. So right? Michael, so,
1: just a couple seconds lag.
0: What advice, what advice, what tips would you give to someone who wants to start a podcast? You've been podcasting for a long time now, I've been podcasting for a few years now, Uh, but uh, someone who's just starting, uh, here we are recording here in 2018, what advice or tips would you give to someone who wants to start a podcast right now, they're thinking about starting a podcast and they feel overwhelmed, they feel overwhelmed. Any tips, any suggestions, any advice?
1: Okay. First thing first thing to get out of that overwhelm is um, is how the process to fix is gonna be their audience is we actually start with with some of the emotions that, that they, they they want themselves to feel at the end of each podcast as they do. And also how they want their audience to be into that podcast. So when they start focusing on down who they were what the topic season when you start listening these things out, you can actually take away some of the overwhelm is like, oh okay, well I am um, uh, doing my doing my podcast today um, on April fifteenth. Oh yeah, my guest today is is Ricky Shetty. And hey, we're gonna talk about world travel. And how will family along as we roll travel my and I can I and I will ask and to be able to ask you questions about how I can can travel with my wife and my three kids and and do I make mean. but the most important thing is to actually start breaking it down into a list. And then after that is like um, the, the being found part comes down to there's a, there's uh, some really cool apps out there now that weren't there when I first started uh, podcasting and doing radio shows. Um, like the like – the, the, we use the Spreaker app that actually helps get you into the uh, national and international scenes. So, and that becomes important um, that, you, that you're you able to go local, national, and then international. So, yeah.
0: Cool, cool. Um, and uh, tell us about uh, what kind of equipment you use in terms of equipment and editing, because some people might feel overwhelmed. They're like, I want to start a podcast, but uh, I don't want to do it myself. I need someone like Michael to help me out. So, what are some of the software you use? Uh, what are some of the services you offer? Like... Uh, Say one of our listeners, or viewers want to hire you. How are you able to help them out? And uh, talk us some of the tools that you, you use.
1: Okay, so um, podcast companies tell you out there to go to go out there and, and buy um, and buy the USB mics and all that kind of stuff. And um, I'm not going to tell you not to go get that USB mic because it's actually going to be nice, clear sound. And and when we actually set you up with our tools. Um, because what we do is we actually will set you up with like a Zoom call and you bring your bring your guests in on that same Zoom call because most times these days everybody's connected with the internet. Um, so, and we actually stay on that Zoom call and we record it for you. And then we have uh um we u- use uh, uh programs like audition and things like that where we actually import those things into and we begin to edit it and we build to out and out Intro and the intro take that take that selection of music away from you. So you interviewed that particular day. So we wanted it away, and using us we actually will insert you through um, your app Automata on on an international. Because um, we've already done a lot of the work, and we've already put a lot of our shows out there. So we've already headwayed for you. So we help, So you get to leverage our audience. Um, so that you can develop your own. And that's pretty important because building an audience up can be long and arduous. And if you can leverage, leverage somebody else's audience, it's the way to go in order to actually get your products and services out to a large number of people. Right.
0: Absolutely. As they say, yeah, totally agree (laughs) there. I want to give a shout out to uh, this I just found too. If you wanted to launch your own podcast, it's as simple as clicking on this button. It's called the Anchor app. I don't know if you know about it, Michael, but basically you click on here and you can literally um, get yeah. your podcast up on iTunes with a click of a button. So there's a, I actually have the Digital Nomad Mastery podcast and I've just been experimenting with the Daddy Blogger podcast. What you need to do is basically just uh, click on there and then click the button saying record and all you do is click on this button here here we are live in Costa Rica, doing an interview with Michael, Ruben, and uh probably around and uh, learning how to podcast too through this app. So boom, there's my yeah. tract. And all I need to do now is uh, all I need to do now is add the title, traveling around Central America and click on this button saying publish. And boom, it goes on iTunes, it goes on all the different podcast directories, and it's daddy. And I was amazed because I, I, I had all these fears. I was like, oh, man, I don't know how to edit properly. I need equipment. I don't know how it works with mm-hmm. Lipsyn. I don't know how to do it iTunes. So I wanted to show you how easy it is to have your own podcast. Maybe start with that. And if you feel more confident and comfortable, maybe start getting some, um, some equipment, some editing software. Don't hire someone like Michael. So for those of uh, people who don't want to do it, the do-it-yourself route, we would love to hire someone like you, Michael, for video casting, podcasting. What's your website? How can they connect on uh, your website, social media, your own podcast, etc. What are the links? Um, well, it, it, they go
1: th- go through um, WordPress. Uh, look for Depictions Media um, on Facebook. Again, look for Depictions Media Inc. Um, and for those of you who are listening in uh, and you're in your incast. Canada, uh, you can call me directly at 778 389 6948 or simply at um, Michael at depictionsmedia.com. Simple to get a hold of me and um, and a number of number of different tools that, that uh that, that you can use to actually get your podcast up. And I like the some of those one button uh one, so there's one button apps to apps to, to get your podcast out because, hey, if you're in a situ, live situation where it's like, hey, you got to get this story out now, 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 and it's happening in front of you, you can actually use those, those kind of apps. They, they have a great place with us, right? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So, Michael, as always a, joy and a pleasure to connect with you, my friend. It's a pleasure to be on your show. And uh, now it's a pleasure to have you on my show. I'll have the link to uh, the show with uh, Michael on the link uh, section down below. And I'll actually have links to Michael's website, social media. Uh, So if you wanted to contact him for getting some advice, suggestions, or uh, hiring him for some podcasting or video casting, he's the guy to go to. And if you have any questions about that other stuff we talked about, immigration, moving to Canada, he can help that as well. Michael, uh, thanks again, my friend, and we look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks for your time and all of your insights today. Thanks, everyone. Okay. Thanks, Thank everyone, you for t- having me, Ricky. You're welcome. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Uh, make sure you subscribe, comment, and share. Uh, also, uh, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you leave a rating and review. And uh, make sure you follow us along as well as we travel here in South America, Central America, and beyond at daddyblogger.com.